Hey everybody, Alvinator here from Mulligans and Hackers, and today we have Kai from Tea Time Leather. How you doing, pal? Good. What's up, y'all? So, Thank man, you for having me on. I appreciate you, Alvin. Hey, man, I appreciate your time. I appreciate you coming on and doing this with us. Um, so, pal, Tea Time Leather, give us a little bit of um, where did it come from, where did the idea start, and uh, what it is you do. Sure. Um, so leatherworking, uh, that's a passion of mine that I've been doing um, close to 10 years now. Um, so my wife and I were wedding photographers um, uh, before we uh, you know, started our new careers. Um, so I, you know, I made uh, leather stuff. I would make belts. And then when we were photographers, I started making uh, the little harnesses that hold to your cameras and stuff. Um, so I made those and then like little SD card holders and stuff. Um, and it was just, you know, on and off um, for the last 10 years. And I couldn't really figure out like uh, my niche, you know, what to do uh, with leather work um, until I started golfing. Uh, so as a new golfer, um, I dealt with the anxiety of, you know, being ready to tee off and ready to fix my divots and mark my ball and stuff like that. Um, you know, I was just like, so focused, like on like, how's my swing? How's like, I have all these swing thoughts. And then um, one of my first rounds, I was paired up with uh, a gentleman and he was so good, dude. He was like, just striping it. And, you know, he was like, hey, can you mark your ball? And I'm like digging in my pocket, like, dude, sorry, I don't got a ball marker um, and stuff like that. And I was like, there's, there has to be like, a solution for this and going back to my time as a wedding photographer um i always had to be ready you know like if so, the bride's walking down the aisle i can't be like hey hold up guys i don't have my sd card i don't have this and that so uh in my mind i was like i gotta make something for this and so i started prototyping uh, making my little um divot tool and t holders um so i started you know i made the first one and then i took it to the course and it was actually my first uh like car, or it was the first uh, nine hole in Long Beach uh, at uh, this place called Bixby, uh, Bixby Park. Uh, um, but yeah, so I, I played there with it and I had a blast. I was, you know, ready to go. I was ready to tee off when I had to and ready to, I actually hit a green and I was like, oh, dude, I get to fix this, this uh, pitch mark. Came up, pulled it out, fixed my pitch mark, you know, marked my ball. And I think I had, um, it was like a double, a double bogey or something like that. But I was so happy. I was like, okay, this, I got something here, you know? Um, so that's where I came from. Uh, just, you know, wanting to uh, create utility, you know, with my leather goods and, and provide a, a product that is, you know, going to last a lifetime. Um, and one of the reasons why I love leather is it grows with you. You know, when you use it, it starts to age with you, your scratch marks, every mark on it has a story. And um, yeah, that's, that's kind of where my two loves of making leather and, and golfing kind of came together. So the leather working did come first. Yes, it did. Yep. <laughs> nice. <laughs> cool. And you get into golf new and then you, then you think to yourself, well, there's, there, there's a niche here I can get into. Yeah. Right? So this yeah. is one of this is one of your fine Ooh. little <laughs> That's one of the first ones right there. Yeah. And I mean this this is really, really nice. Um yeah, there's no there's no denying that this is uh 
this is top of the line leather work right here. Thank you. I really appreciate that. So this is kind of this is kind of how how this works. Ball marker that or divot remover that side. Then I'll get the this thing is coming with me uh, this year on tour because we joined the Alberta Golf Tour and we're gonna make a couple of these amateur events this year. And this is this thing right here. Nice. It's gonna be in my pocket because this is dynamite. I really like that. So you said you're new into golf. How long you been playing? Uh, a little over a year and a half. Yeah. Yeah. Did you get the bug? I did, man. Uh, the story of how I I first started golfing is so crazy. Um, Let's it was have like it. last. It was during the summer. It was like a hundred and it was supposed to be like a hundred and thirteen or something like that. We live in. Um, Orange County, but we were supposed to golf in Corona. And my buddy was like, hey, man, it's I know it's going to be hot, but it'll be a real good day. And so, you know, I get out there warming up and stuff and it's it's scorching. It's blazing hot. Um, so my first course was actually uh, this place called uh, Eagle Glen in Corona. Uh, so tea, the tea time, you know, we get on we get in the cart. Um, I actually, I don't know anything about golfing. You know, I'm like, OK, let's you know, let's go. Let's see what's what this is all about. But anyways, he makes that first turn onto the tee box and it's just like this super green fairway and it was just so beautiful. And I was just like, what? You you spent four hours here? And um, <laughs> yeah, that I, the bug got me, you know. Um, I, don't, I don't think we even finished around. I was just like, dude, my back hurts because I was not making good ball, ball contact. <laughs> I was getting everything fat. But I had a blast. And, you know, ever since that day, um, just been putting in the time in the range and, you know, practicing and trying to get better it is an intimidating sport though like when you're not used to the game to to go to a golf course with all these people that probably have been doing it longer than you and to try and and not embarrass yourself or or again golf can be a pretty protocol type sport yes and it, yes. Can, it, and it can be intimidating can't it pal? yes i was actually very intimidated um i wanted to golf but i never like got the opportunity to really go golfing and like, I was like, I don't know anything about it. And my friend, Tony, shout out to Tony. He, uh, he shot, he taught me all the golf etiquette. He was like, all right, this is what you need to do. Um, you know, like don't walk on somebody's line. Um, don't swing, uh, you know, while somebody's on the tee box. Cause I'm back here, like trying to figure out my swing <laughs> and, stuff. and, you know, just having somebody that's like down to, to kind of like, Hey man, this is what you should do and should it do really help me feel comfortable and and made me want to be a golfer because um, you know growing up um like you know i saw tiger woods on tv and stuff but it was never really a sport that like me and my friends really got into you know we played basketball and things like that um so like i had a lot of friends that started golfing during uh during covid um but i never really you know uh had the chance to get out there i'm like i don't have four and a half hours guys like i got I got a job. I got, you know, kids. It's, it's tough, but now I'm like, oh, we'll make time for this, you know, cause um, for me, it's kind of like my mental health time, you know, being out on the, out on the course. So, yeah. And, and the mental, the, you know, the mental time and the mental positivity that comes from playing is, is something I can relate to. Um, now the mental part of the game is different when you're out there playing, because that's one of the areas in golf that I'm very weak on that Chris, my partner, um, uh, he is way stronger mentally than I am. And mm -hmm. you can, you can tell 
as our round is going, who's 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 where by how we look. He'll be mm-hmm. he'll still be focused, and I'll start looking at the sky and looking at the trees. And you know, my mind's wandering because I, I'm mentally out of this position, right? So mm-hmm. something we've been working on the mental part of the game. Do you find in your very short period of time in the game, do you find that the mental part of it, the focus and what you're trying to do is, is huge? It is. Um, it's like, you have to find that middle ground of like, I care, but I also don't care. Like, cause if, you know, every single shot, if I'm just like, I'm getting super mad and getting worked up about it, my game just goes to crap. And if I don't care, like, you know, when, I'm playing with the boys and we're drinking a lot. And I'm just like, I'm, I can't even see the ball right now, guys. I'm just trying to focus. Uh, so it's just, you know, finding that mental, like that middle ground of like, all right, you know, let's, I got my, I got my swing thoughts in, you know, I'm, I'm dialed in. Let's just, let's just go for it. And then um, I, that's when I end up playing my best, you know, like a couple beers, maybe like two, two beers in. Because it know, takes that edge off, right? Because it is, it you is, know, yeah. we, uh, we don't drink like, so most of our crew, um, we, I think last year I played, I told you 101 rounds. I probably had three beer that whole time. It's just not something I do normally. Um, mm-hmm. But when, when you're there and, and you have that beer, it, it's a different game that you're playing then. Cause you're, you're like, okay, I'm just here to have fun, enjoy my time mm-hmm. with my buddies and I'm not working on anything. Uh, mm-hmm. So we, usually when we go, we're working on something. So we're not, we're not there, but I do remember those times that, you know, you just go in your, it's just four hours to hang out with your buddies. Mm-hmm. And those are good times, man. Those are really good times. Yeah. I usually have, um, I try to play like during the weekday. That's when I'm like serious, you know, like after work or if I get like, a random day off, I usually um, have my push cart. I have, you know, my water and my snacks and stuff to keep me going. And then uh, maybe like bring one beer with me. Um and then on the weekends when, you know, my friends and I, you know, we get to link up, which is like maybe once or twice a month, uh, it's it usually starts out, you know, really, really cool. But then by like the turn, we're just hammered. And at that point, like <laughs> I'm just here hanging out with my boys, just trying to have fun. Um, so, yeah. Good times, man. Good times. So back to back to a little bit about the uh, the leather working here. So this is one of the, uh, the items that you have. Can you give us... Uh, a little bit of an idea on what else you have on the go yeah so um that's the basically the i call it the palmer um because you know it fits in your palm and it fits in your pocket uh perfectly uh that's a universal divot tool holder so that holds pretty much you know any uh divot tool and, and uh, three t's um i also make uh like a specialized holder for scotty cameron uh divot tool holder um that one is you know uh it holds the Scotty Cameron divot tool and then it holds two T's in the back and then it has a magnet on it. Um, so you can hold your ball marker. Ball marker. Um, so I'm always trying to, you know, um, get feedback from people that use my products and try to, uh, improve it in any way. Um, you know, like the, the Palmer has started out like that, you know, it's just basically your divot tool and your, your T's, but, um, I've added a, a magnet in the, the, uh, second version. So you can put your, uh, ball ball marker on there if you don't have a, a divot tool that has the the ball marker in it already um i i made a a glove holder um it's uh basically uh, it clips onto your pocket and it has a little velcro thing on it and then you put your glove on it 
Um, for me personally, I hate having my glove in my pocket because during the summer you pull it out, it's all wrinkly and, and damp and stuff. Um, and then I used to try to keep it on my bag and then I've lost like two gloves that way. So um, I was like, all right, let's, let's make something uh, to try to solve that problem. So I made the, uh, the glove holder and then um, I just make, you know, whatever. Like I have people uh, message me with ideas and then we work together and then we figure it out. And um, that's what I, I love about being a leather worker. I can just make stuff and prototype stuff with my hands and, and there yeah, is from... and there is there is a market for this kind of stuff in the game for people because people always want to be <clears throat> what we just say people want um like you said before they want to be ready they won't, don't want to be fishing around in their pockets they don't want to be unprepared and and mm -hmm. gadgets like this and i mean this is really nice it's really well made really well done um these things can help you you know not have to worry about fishing for your ball marker in your pocket or a tee yeah. or your divot remover or if you have the the glove holder you know where it is you're not scrambling yeah. to find it so um you know ready golf you know um ready golf i'm a big proponent of, of playing as fast as you can without being in a rush but it sucks when you know you're you're like digging around for stuff um i personally had it happen where i walked up to the tee box digging around in my pocket and like dude i don't have any tees and i gotta walk do the walk of shame all the way back to the cart grab my tees um you know and just uh as a new golfer what well, there's that saying you know if you're gonna suck at least suck fast you know so you're not holding yeah. up pace of play so, is huge man pace of play is huge yeah so you plan on playing uh more golf well i guess see you're in southern california so you're 12 months around you can play yes sir yes sir yeah, um, that was uh a little bit of uh, jealousness, a little bit of envy that uh, you can play outside all year round. We're not doing that here, yeah. but um, it's a really cool product, dude. And, uh, you know, I'm really interested to see if you come up with other ideas and, um, you know, um, let us know um, what you got coming up, what you got going on. Any new um, products yes. coming up? Um, so I'm, I've been uh, inspired by uh, Marker Locker. And what they, 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 you know, they did with their marker locker. And um, ever since I started making uh, leather goods, I've been making like random uh, leather ball markers and stuff. And I'm like, I think I kind of want to make a, you know, a, a little leather ball marker wallet type of thing. Uh, I've been working on that. And um, single prong divot tools. So I've seen a lot of people use those. There's kind of, I've been researching it. There's a debate on, you know, if, a regular divot tool is better or a single prong is better. Um, I just ordered one from uh, Bishop Putters and then um, I'm going to try to prototype something up for that. Um, for the single prong? Yeah, yeah. Nice, nice. That's cool. Um, and then now I'm just kind of experimenting with different types of leather. Um, I'm inspired by all these ama amazing leather workers on Instagram and when they work with different um, colors and different patterns and stuff like that. So I'm kind of, you know, trying to expand into uh, working with different types of leather for my for my goods and how how's the how's the business model for it how's the market for this kind of thing it's uh it's pretty good um so i i did a lot of research before i kind of dove into this and um you know if you go on amazon and you check out um like one of the the top selling uh golf products uh the golf accessories are a big seller 
uh, divot tools are a huge seller. Um, and, you know, everybody needs tees and stuff like that. So I was like, I think there's a, there's a market here for us, you know, so kind of just dove deep into that and then um, started making my products and started offering it. Any plans on going to any of the golf shows in the future? Uh, yeah, maybe in uh, like a year or so. Um, right now, the problem is I have to make everything by hand. Um, and I'm a, I'm a huge stickler for quality and I have a whole box of, of, uh, holders that have like little tiny blemishes, like the stitching's not right or something. Most people won't notice it, but to me, I'm like, I, I can't sell that to somebody, you know? Um, so, uh, the, the biggest thing right now is just trying to scale up. Uh, I've been trying to find, um, you know, a manufacturer, uh, or somebody to, to try to, to help me, um, get more products made. Um, that way I can start, I can try to, uh, go to trade shows and go to, um, golf courses and set up little booths and, you know, just try to get people aware of the brand and aware of what, um, I'm offering. How do you find the social media circle in, in a, in a, in an area like what you're trying to do? Um, everybody's super helpful. Everybody's super, um, knowledgeable about, you know, creating content and, uh, just getting traction and stuff like that. I've been talking to a lot of people about, and just picking their brain about how, like, how do you, how did you grow your, your Instagram and stuff like that? And, and people are just, are just like, just, it's a grind, man. You just got to keep making content and, um, interaction and, and just, uh, being consistent, you know? And that's the tough part. Like when I go golfing, I'm like, all right, I'm going to record. And then I'm like, I'm trying and I actually play, you know, and it's, it's so hard finding that middle ground of like, okay, creating content while I'm actually enjoying my golfing. Cause I don't really get to go, um, hit the course a lot. Um, you know, I, I may maybe golf like once a week, uh, if I can. So when I'm there, I'm like, all right, you know, I'm trying to do this, but sometimes I'm just like, I'm, I'm over this. I'm trying to actually play, you know? So that's the hard part. It is. Uh, it's, it's, it's baby steps in that area as well. Like, Cause the first couple of years we played, like we, we barely did any uh, video from the golf course. Cause when we go to the golf course, it's your golf game. You're, you're not there to record stuff or mm-hmm. do social media stuff. You're there to play. And mm-hmm. we found that that was a big, a big gap we had in our, in our social media presentation, we'll say. So last year we did down at the course we play at, there's one hole, it's a par four dog leg, right? And so, we can hit, you know, we, we got to a point in our game, thankfully, where we could go for that green and one, because mm-hmm. you only had to carry it 220 to get to the green. The unfortunate part about it is it's hidden behind a wall of trees off the tee box. So you kind of got to go over the tree. So it's a, it's a risk reward type hole. So mm-hmm. we did this whole thing this summer where it's go for the green on six. So we have a whole bunch of videos on our YouTube, just going for the green on six. Nice. Um, I think I hit it six times this year. Nice. Zero eagles and two, three putts for a par, but um, <laughs> we're amateurs. What can you say? But yeah, I, those type of videos again on Instagram, on YouTube, they do way better than any other type of video that we do. If you yeah. have a, if you have a, if you have a video of you or a friend on a golf course, swinging a club or putting a club, those type of videos do way better than if we're just sitting down talking like this. Yeah. I I've yeah, definitely noticed that in the whole social media algorithm type thing. 
Yeah, for sure. Um, you know, and like as a new golfer, I'm like, nobody wants to see me swing, dude. Nobody wants to see me, <laughs> you know. Um, but that's the thing, Kai. They do, yeah. right? Yeah. They do because yeah, that's, that's what I've learned. And, you know, I'm like, all right, you know, let's just put myself out there. And those videos have actually been doing pretty good for me. And it brings in the, the, um, the audience that I want, which is fellow golfers, you know. Um, and it's just, it's just constantly like experimenting, like, uh, you know, what video, what type of video works, um, what doesn't work and just putting myself out there. And, um, yeah, I don't it's, know if it's tough, you know, but yeah, <laughs> I don't know if you've seen any of, uh, the videos of my swing. Um, you can definitely tell what audience we're trying to, um, we're trying to capture with that type of swing it is the weekend <laughs> warrior, um, yeah. you know, 10 beer deep guy. You know, the yeah. guy that goes with jeans on and, and a beer in his hand. That's that's the guys who we're trying to get to. But again, yeah. it, for us, it's um, we want to get better. Like we want to get better in the sport because we're going to be playing it for a long time. Right. Mm -hmm. So but, but the the group that we're trying to bring in and 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 connect with like like you, a new golfer, like that's the crew we're trying to connect with, because I think it, for us and you, it helps us as just getting into the golf influencer circle it helps all of us grow like when you succeed yeah. we succeed when we succeed you succeed and and now we just joined a group uh called the the golf gang network which is part of the fans first sports network and it's the mm -hmm. same thing like we're all small podcasts and now we have this whole network of of small podcasts by a group of golfers that golf for different reasons Mm -hmm. and and you know that type of network and it's pretty fun man it's it's cool and i and i hope you continue to get into that niche and get in and grow with the with the community that we're growing with as well that's awesome yeah i, I definitely love to um, i feel like the golfing community is amazing and like you said there's everybody golfs for a different reason you know there's the the people that are scratch golfers um there's you know hackers like me you know <laughs> weekend warriors and stuff like that so um, yeah, I, I would love to you know, be a part of the community and, you know, sure again, I thank you for, for inviting me because I honestly would probably never go on a podcast. I'm like, nobody wants to hear about me and what I do and you know, all that stuff. Well, so. you got, you got an interesting product here. That's really well done. So somewhere down the line, somebody's going to be interested in it. So, uh, this is probably the first of many podcasts you're going to be asked to do somewhere down the line. So this, and this is part of how you get your name out there as well. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You know? So. All right, Kai, I really appreciate you coming on, pal. I know it was a short chat, but, uh, you know, you got a good product. You're a good dude, and you're new in the golf, and we'll see you around. Thank you. I appreciate it, Alan.